America's Next Top Best Friend podcast would like to thank our premium Patreon subscribers. Amber, day drinking mimosas and then taking a nap afterwards, Lodson. Ron, canceling plans with friends at the last minute and having them forgive you, Giant. Sparrow, the Bon Appetit YouTube page, Crane. And Jordan, Justin Timberlake, and model behavior, they have no last name. Please respect their privacy. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah. This is a competition. This is not America's Next Top Best Friend. Hello and welcome to the America's Next Top Best Friend podcast. I'm Hillary Sussman. I'm here with Amanda Mitchell, as always. She's wearing a rainbow sweatshirt. Got not a big... correct rainbow. Not correct? It's not a correct rainbow. Oh, it's not a Roy G. Biv, actually. It's not a Roy G. Biv. It's a, technically, it's a striped sweater. Okay, I'm sorry. I just get very upset when people are like, I like your rainbow. I'm like, it's wrong. Just because a bunch of colors are together does not mean it's rainbow, honey. No. (laughs) That's what pride taught me. (laughs) That's what pride taught you. Um, So we have a very special guest today on the America's Next Top Best Friend podcast. We're joined by the gorgeous, the iconic, the legendary Lacey Rogers from Cycle 22. (laughs) thank you so so much for joining us today all the way from la you know just living out here (laughs) the palm trees are great (laughs) Uh, i love la personally i don't know if amanda agrees but we just went out there together in uh november and i had fun i don't I, i can't judge la based on that trip you're That's also- my assessment. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I based it's on like, what we it's a, there's a lot going on. I've lived here for almost five years now, and oh, wow. it took me at least two to get used to it. Like, mm-hmm. there's just so much. Yeah, so I I get it. I feel like if you, especially when you visit and you tend to go to the more touristy things, there's just like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And at my age, my anxiety is getting worse, and I'm like, oh ah! yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep same we can relate <laughs> totally i live in new york also like my anxiety is always at like a solid eight um, <laughs> leaving the house. yeah oh yeah that's it's part of the like what you get when you live in new york as long as for uh, four totally. years so you've been in la for five years um did you move there like after the show yeah pretty much right after um during filming I was 18 and I was still a senior in high school and so that was like the last quarter of high school when we Mm. filmed and so that's crazy when filming wrapped I went back to Arkansas like was there for the graduation and then packed up my car and drove to LA so yeah it was pretty quick wow (laughs) nuts I, I forget, love that. yeah, how young you were on the show. Because there's that mm-hmm. one scene of everybody in the limo, everybody that's left, and they're all drinking, and they're like, here's a bottle of water, Lacey. <laughs> they're like, sorry, Lacey, sucks, yeah. suck. <laughs> wow, I was so young. I can't, now that I'm 23 and I've become a young adult and I'm living um, just in LA and living life and learning, um, it's just crazy to look back on how long ago that was and how young I was mm-hmm. and how my parents let me move to this city alone. <laughs> it's crazy. 
there's things I look back at in my life and I'm like, why did my parents let me do that? Like, I I should have died. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, how, is, how am I alive right now? Like, have you guys um, ever heard of Panama City Beach, Florida? Like, the spring break, like, years ago? Oh, have y'all? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, it's crazy. That was the beach where it was just so much drinking, beach parties. There was uh, beach clubs right there. Mm-hmm. Um it was just insanity. You can Google pictures of it and it just like looks like a mess. So my mom actually drove uh, me and my friends when we were 15 and 16 um, there for two spring breaks in a row. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, That's we so pretended fun. like we were college freshmen and everybody was like, what are you majoring in? And we were like, we're undecided. <laughs> <laughs> we're still figuring things out. What a cool mom. So bad. Yeah, your mom is fucking dope. Yeah, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah, but that's a thing where I'm like, how did she let me do that? (laughs) No. Did you guys have like a don't ask, don't tell policy about like drinking? Or was she just like, I know what's up. Well, (laughs) she bought us the alcohol. Um, (laughs) I grew up in a family that honestly didn't drink alcohol. My there was never alcohol in the house. And yeah. then my parents got a divorce and then she was now becoming the cool mom, I mm-hmm. guess. Yes. Yeah. So she would allow the drinking in the house with my friends and then that happened. So just stuff like that. That's honestly <laughs> the smartest parenting move though, because it, it's like, it they're going to do it no matter what. I would rather they do it in the house, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to ask any questions, but like, I, if you're going to do it, just don't do it like, yeah, my, just, my don't drive. Just, like don't, just don't do it in the car yeah just don't do it in a car totally. if you're gonna do it don't do it in a car um in general it's a good life rule to have guys just in general um so anyway <laughs> back to the show um, <laughs> supposed to be talking about so it's been five years since you record filmed the show whoa yeah yeah 2015 Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, crazy. What, what? I mean, a. What have you been up to since then? Um. Well, lots of ha- has happened. Um. Between <laughs> now or between then and now, and um, I moved to LA and I went to community college out here as soon as I moved out here, and I was trying to kickstart my modeling career. So that's. Pretty much all I did instead of going to university, I was going to community college because it was way cheaper than universities in California and um, going to the gym and then trying to do as many test shoots as possible and stuff like that. So I didn't really make friends when I moved here because when you go to college, that's kind of where you make friends and Mm -hmm. I didn't have that. Um, So that was my focus for a couple of years and then that was also the era or that time was when Instagram influencers kind of got a name. That was mm-hmm. when Instagram ad marketing was actually a thing. And mm-hmm. so everybody was still trying to navigate through that. And so after all of that and me growing a following during that time, there was one point in my life where I was like, okay, well, I really want to like hone in on this and try and travel the world through Instagram and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. become like an Instagram influencer and grow my following. And I did that for, I don't know, maybe a a year or two. And I just didn't 
I still am, I guess, an an Instagram influencer. I'm put into that category. Um, But it was just super unfulfilling. I Mm -hmm. didn't really like the community I was surrounded um, around. And going on those influencer trips weren't fun at all. Mm -hmm. Creating this, like, false reality just seemed so weird to me. Um, So that – and then – also, I guess two years ago, I struggled with depression. Um, we love <laughs> you're that. preaching to the choir. Yeah, she's we've the all, third. She's the third co-host there. of this podcast. Depression. Mm-hmm. We love. We yeah. Depression she's also a- co-hosts the pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, but yeah, yes, so I fell into. I guess I finished school so I got an associate's degree I was going to transfer to a university and then when I decided not to that was when I was like okay I really want to I was traveling so much I was doing the influencer thing I was working a lot I could um, financially support myself so I was like if I want to go back to school I will but right now I don't want to because I feel like I'm just wasting time sitting in a desk falling asleep Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, if that makes sense like I didn't want to be there so I wasn't like utilizing my time correctly or well. And then that's when I got really depressed because I was just sitting at home and I had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And there was like a lot of chemical imbalances going on, but totally. environmentally I had no friends. I mm-hmm. had nowhere to be. Things weren't well with my family. And I was mm-hmm. just sitting at home by myself, beating myself up. So then I was like, okay, I want to get a job. Like that's one of the thing, one of the factors that I need because I've never worked before. Like mm-hmm. really, aside from like booking jobs, I'd never been in an office setting. I didn't know how to like spreadsheet and shit. <laughs> like um, so, and I do. I didn't have any work experience, and so I was super hard on myself because I didn't think I would get hired. Because how do you put like Instagram on a resume? You know what I mean? I right. Just, yeah so bad about myself Mm -hmm. and I know I'm not gonna be fucking cute forever so (laughs) get like experience and try and work my way up into maybe a business setting so I had like two kind of assets working for me um and also I wanted to double my income (laughs) totally so I found a startup company that I thought was really cool it's all female. Well, now there's good dudes, but at the time it was all girls working there and they didn't have money. And I was like, look, I don't have any experience. I don't want money. Can I just work for you and like learn how to work? And so I basically I interned, um, for three months and then they hired me full time. And that was a year and a half ago and uh, everything has been great. (laughs) That's awesome. Is it? Yeah, so that was my five-year timeline, I guess, yeah. in a recap of in a couple of minutes. <laughs> what are you That's still true. with the company? The the startup. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. called Bev, and uh, they're in right on Venice Beach, and oh, nice. uh, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, like when I started with them, we were working out of the founder's apartment. Mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. And they had all of these like college interns trying to get credit because she yeah. didn't have any money to give. And then we fundraised or she did not me. <laughs> she fundraised $7 million. So <laughs> yeah, hired <laughs> casual experience. We were putting a lot of 
money into marketing this year. We got an office right under the Venice Beach sign. It's a big pink office. Anybody that works there gets a cat. She literally gives you a cat. What? Um, it's a cool culture. Um, I sell, I do sales for the company. It is a canned wine company. We sell Ooh. canned wine. Ooh, Amanda's uh, interested. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, but I think that canned wine is definitely a growing category. Canned mm. alcohol in general mm-hmm. is, but um, at the time, the founder needed to basically raise money to cover. She had a do like the in vitro or yeah. she had a freezer eggs her like uterus was failing somehow um, I'm explaining this poorly but <laughs> she um threw all of these like day ragers at her aunt and uncle's house up in Sonoma and she raised enough money to cover the surgery but she loved the community she created and realized when girls were kind of in control of things it wasn't like grungy um Mm -hmm. when people were just like owning their fun and their responsibilities the the vibe of the party was just so much better and she really realized that there wasn't a market for women in the alcohol space you know and uh, also like things can get weird and creepy and unsafe Mm -hmm. when alcohol is involved yeah Yes. Yeah. So she cashed in her life savings and bought 300 gallons of rose. Didn't have enough money to bottle it, so that's why it's in cans. Oh. Yeah. So it's a it's a super interesting story. It is interesting. I love that. Didn't have enough money to bottle it, so that's why it's in cans. Get it. She sounds cool. Somewhere. Love her. One of your best friends. Company. Yeah. Like it's just such a different culture too. You know, we're like really trying to shift the the whole culture around drinking right now so yeah we're like selling a product but it's just it's so much more than that like so it's really cool that I'm a part of that that's awesome (laughs) oh I want to like support it next time I know are you guys only sell it in like um California or is it all over we we're launching in New York we're doing like a soft launch in New York Amanda will be there Yeah, and Chicago <laughs> is actually coming soon. Oh yay! Keep Hillary us posted. Will, yeah, I want to hear about it. I'm going to follow them on Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty sure in 2021 will be national. So yay! Right, right yeah. now we're like in the in the trenches right now, grinding. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting! That's so exciting. I hope I hope yeah. it does well. I like that mission statement. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. girl power. We're a girl power pod. And we, we understand how problematic things get when guys can be involved. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're almost leaning on Misandra's podcast like, from time to time. Yeah. Uh, speaking of men. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. You guys saw that. That was a smooth segue. Um, so this, God, this season wasn't as bad as, prior seasons in terms of being America's Next Top Model, the dating competition. Yeah. Um, There were a little Bachelor vibes, but that was, like, more towards mm. the beginning, I'd say. Yeah. My man jumped in, and then Mikey's predatory behavior. Mikey (laughs) gave me some real scary vibes. Did he, like, what was your kind of take on him in the house? Um, honestly, I feel like... uh, 
it just in general, I bet my perspective on a lot of people would be different now that I'm a little bit older. Oh, um, wow. Because at the time, I was still living at home. I was 18. I was super religious, um, really just not sheltered, but sheltered. Mm-hmm. I just haven't lived yet, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, totally. So at the time, my perspective on a lot of people was just like, Um, but Mikey I knew like he had this vibe going on or wanted to seem kind of like a fuck boy Mm -hmm. um flirty but at at, I saw really good sides of Mikey he was honestly really caring he like I got to be around his mom and I don't know he was just really sweet I think a lot of a lot of the times you just saw this like dude that didn't care about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but he was actually really caring okay. so i actually did really like mikey <laughs> so it was more of like an editing situation of course it was which is the whole show i right? think so but he loved being like that swaggy guy mm-hmm. i guess i i think he wanted to be seen as that and that also is him but i did see sides of him where he like really cared about people Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like protective. Oh, okay. That that actually tracks. Yeah. That yeah, that tracks. That seems about right. Did um, you was the whole we're getting to the part in the season now. This is my first time watching it. This is Amanda. Amanda watched oh, it back good. in the day. I watched it when it aired, but I don't remember. She doesn't remember a lot. I had just moved to New York. I, I, yeah, I haven't watched it in so long. My current boyfriend hasn't even seen it. So oh we need to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Get together and have a drinking game where like you every time you do something, you like you take a shot. <laughs> or every time everybody yeah. complains about how well you're doing, you take a yeah, shot. Yeah, honestly. Every time he's yeah. like he's doing so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be a fun drinking game. We would be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so was the was the whole um because right now we're at the point in the season when like you guys stayed at that cabin and like you and Niall cuddled and I have questions. Did you guys ever like switch or was it was it like purely platonic between you guys? No, we <laughs> we for sure smooched. Yay! Uh, so, yeah, a little bit about like Niles and I relationship. Um Honestly, it was just so pure, and it's kind of cool to see that the show really picked that up and didn't mm-hmm. into something that it really wasn't. And honestly, the anybody that's watched it has seen that it was kind of it had more of a genuine take on yeah. the mm-hmm. or a friendship in the house. So uh, I loved my relationship with Niall. Um, we would communicate on the phone that he had. So we would be texting like Mm -hmm. back and forth or like handing the phone off. So a lot, you honestly didn't get to see Niall and I really communicate because we communicated a lot in secret. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, we just had each other's backs and uh, we would like slip the phone to each other and joke around and kind of like um, strategize uh, how to handle situations And when we would go into like our confessionals, the people would always like ask us, like, how are you in Nile? And they were honestly, you could tell that they were just trying to build a Mm -hmm. storyline that it's their job. So they would always ask and Nile and I would always basically plan to say like, oh, we're just friends. Like we're supporting each other. And when we would come out of our confessionals, we'd be like, what'd you say? (laughs) So 
we kind of like had the system figured out if that makes sense mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. the the people in the confessionals that it's it's their job to get storylines and right. they're just really good at their jobs basically i they probably have to have like some kind of psychology background mm-hmm. because they're just so smart at getting like responses out of you mm-hmm. um but anytime i could feel them trying to build a storyline that like wasn't how i wanted it to go i could answer it but how i wanted it to go if that makes sense you yeah. game the like, system I, yeah you figured out i could feel i could feel when i was a um, when I, my time was coming to be eliminated you i could, did. Like, feel it cool mm-hmm. how you had- based based off my, my based off my questions was it like a lot of questions about like your home life and like how you why you deserved it or like what kind of how did the questions change um well should we go into this or should i finish my my nile story finish your nile story yeah, yeah definitely nile okay that because that's a whole yeah that's wow a whole yeah thing. Okay. <laughs> a so, uh, yeah honestly nile and i i don't even know when we first kissed but we did secretly make out a lot um of course we shared this tire suite a lot yes <laughs> so funny um I had never really dated before. Like, I honestly hadn't. I hadn't kissed a lot of people. I was, like, pure. Like, so pure. And so he would always try and cuddle me. And, I mean, he was just, like, a 27-year-old man, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Man. And I I didn't know what to do. I knew there was, like, surveillance cameras. So I would just, like, lay there like this. And he was trying to cuddle me. And... Honestly, if I were to go on that show, like at this point in my life, if I was single and like mm-hmm. and I was there, things would be so different. You would like, climb him like a tree. Oh. Who the fuck wouldn't? <laughs> I uh, no. And so, uh, yeah, Niall and I would basically oh. made out in secret. So there was two times where we would just always know know when the cameras were around or not and the cabin was one night where the cameras were they didn't film and so I do know I think was it Mame and Mikey something happened with Mm -hmm. them they like did something and Niall and I uh, did make out um I know there were surveillance cameras (laughs) this is so funny should I get graphic go for it (laughs) so uh, in experienced I guess like he put his he put my hand on his dick <laughs> and I had never felt one before <laughs> oh so- my god I am a, this is amazing this, this is, is like amazing. a teen sex comedy level like. <laughs> road trip <laughs> like one of those stories that you look back on you're like I was a fucking dumb idiot what was I thinking <laughs> Like, yeah, so nothing happened, but I'm, that, that was the first time I had wow. felt. That's a milestone. That's a huge milestone like, that happened on the show. That's a huge <laughs> moment in your life. Yeah. A moment. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. I wish the, I, no, I don't wish cameras had been around the first time I touched a dick. That was, that was, <laughs> that was. <laughs> and then I, one of the another time that the cameras were down was when we were in Vegas and we were about to leave. So the camera crews were like packing up. And Mm -hmm. um, also one thing about the entire season, 
there's this thing called being on ice. You may or may not heard it from like talking to other members, but um, anytime the cameras are down or you're not mic'd, you have to be on ice. And that means oh, you can't no talk to each other. Yeah. Because anytime you talk, they want to be there so they can have that footage and for everything to make sense. If you, especially if you mm-hmm. get into a fight or just literally anything. So we could be on ice for fucking hours. Oh. And that was just so hard. But luckily I'm good at taking a nap anywhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we were in, we were in Vegas and uh, I think that was like a hard week for me. I think um, just because I don't know, maybe like Hadassah and Devin, it was just like a weird mm-hmm. like energy that mm-hmm. I was in. I just felt like so uncomfortable and unliked, but the cameras were down and Niall and I were like making out in the bathroom and fucking Devin walked in and went and told our PA. And so when that oh. happened, um, Niall walked out and I was in the bathroom like changing and then all of a sudden the PA comes in as I was changing and he was like oh my god I'm so sorry and I was like it's fine can you get out like it was just so (laughs) but yeah oh my god yeah Devin would Devin would (laughs) yeah Fucking Devin. I feel like that's the chorus of this season is fucking Devin. What was it like to be in the house with him? He's a lot. Um, It was fun at times because he does like he has such a loud personality that it can be entertaining to listen to all of his comments and like hear him (laughs) talk shit or get excited. I mean, he's fun to watch, um, but like he loves to gossip Mm -hmm. and he to talk shit about people mm-hmm. right in front of you like I I can't it, so many times I would be like sitting in the makeup chair and he would be a chair or two down from me talking shit about me like obviously oh wanting God. Um, he sa- says a lot of things for the camera mm-hmm. um, but one thing that really got me was I think this might be something he's insecure about so I kind of feel bad but I don't know I, I understand people have insecurities and can project it um, in ways that are, aren't always nice. But mm-hmm. he made a comment about my lazy eye. I think you said I always commented about my lazy eye. And to this day, I, I'm like looking in the mirror right now. I still don't think I have like a lazy eye where it like wonders. I yeah. think one of my eye, eyebrows and eyeballs are is like a little bit lower on one side of my face. But it's not mm-hmm. like I have on like wondering no yeah i've definitely not noticed that no and i i have a i don't have a lazy eye but i like when i write i get really close when i have to write by hand because one of my eyes is just like now it kind of just gives up is what my doctor (laughs) says like it kind of like it tries and then it's like no bitch nah i'm tired so like that's my lazy (laughs) eye and so i i that's a weird comment to make because you don't have one yeah you don't like, but uh, love, he's getting comfortable uh, y'all right now just want to let you guys know she pulled up a blanket <laughs> well um uh, what was I about to say Devin. Oh. yeah so I think I almost I'm, think, I'm thinking about you sign now I feel like they almost need to have something to critique you on and I feel like mm-hmm. that was just one thing that yeah. they 
saw in me and was like, I'm going to put this out there. Mm-hmm. But Devin, I don't know if this was aired or if it's just something I remember because it hurt my feelings or made me mad. He was talking shit about my lazy eye. And I thought that was so weird because he, I don't know if anybody like saw this on TV, but both of his eyes are like, like lazy by Mm -hmm. definition. They wonder. And so I, I know that has to be something that he's really insecure about Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. like always squint or like have his glasses on. And that's why sometimes in his photo shoots, I think it was like one of the first photo shoots he couldn't see because he he was trying so hard to make his eyes go straight mm-hmm. oh. i think that may be why his eyebrows are always exaggerated. right he's like always like he's trying yeah. to focus <gasps> it's not something that he wants to talk about that's a really adept analysis that really that, is that makes sense that makes a lot because even i didn't i say last week why does he have ceiling eyes mm-hmm. like why does he have Adriana patridge like he always looked mm-hmm. like he was always yeah. looking up like yeah, that explains yeah. a lot. Huh. Mm-hmm. That there is a go. that is a good take. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Lacey coming in here with these fires. Damn. Okay, back to uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, um, when you noticed You're questioning. that, yeah, that you were going to be eliminated soon. Um, I feel like this could be all in my head. I don't know if this part should be like aired or not, or. I mean, it can be, but also I don't know if I'll, like, the network will come for me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Bankable Productions. Yeah. (laughs) Model Land. They'll just drop you off in Model Land and leave you. (laughs) It it was the episode where the moms came, and my mom was there, and I – They spent so long on doing her hair. And when it came time for me to shoot, I was the last one to shoot that day. I didn't have enough time at all. Like they barely gave me any time on set and they didn't really let me change up my poses. I think one of the poses that got picked for the shot that, it's a it's a great shop. They only gave me like honestly, it was like something like this with my mom, and that was all I had. Hmm. And so I noticed then I was like, that's weird that they didn't give me any time on set to even right. perform. And my mom noticed it too. And then in my interview questions, like maybe that same week and a couple after, I they were so hard on me or they not hard on me, but they would ask me questions like, well, you Sai was really tough on you this week. Like, what do you think that means? Like, are you worried you're going to go home? Like it Mm. kept kind of gearing my questions. Yeah. Yeah. Gearing my questions towards me being eliminated. And I knew if I gave them a soundbite of me being worried, like, I think I'm going home. That would be just an easy that would just open a door mm-hmm. for it in editing for it to be easy to eliminate me quickly. So uh, when I heard those questions, I would always come back with, I think you saw, really cares about me. I think I did a great job. Uh, I'm excited for this week's. Yes. Always I bet the producers were like this little 18 year old girl is, <laughs> is not going to tell me how to make my television show. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I'm just imagining on the other end. They were like, come on, we thought we had her. Yeah. We thought she was naive and dumb. Oh. Yeah, and you made their jobs harder. You made their jobs so much harder, and I live for it. Yeah. Like, good. She loved me, though. Uh, I did make their jobs hard, but I, I for sure know that they loved me because all of them cried when I was eliminated. Oh. Um, I had a good relationship with the staff too. There was, it was called the line. You can't, shouldn't cross the line, and the line is communicating with the cameraman or the microphone people or just mm-hmm. any any staff member. And so I was still on Arkansas time, and also being like a high school student, so I would get up really early in the mornings compared to like everybody in their twenties and just like <laughs> sleeping in. And it's, that all of them stayed up really late drinking, and I couldn't um i i mean also i feel like i couldn't because i was being like filmed so oh, yeah not a good idea <laughs> um so i was always one of the first people up in the morning um i think nile was too and we would work out together i think even before the cameraman would get there so a, a lot of our time together in the morning wasn't filmed and i would make coffee for all of the staff. So I, I built a really good relationship with the cameraman and the microphone people. That is so sweet. And yeah, one thing that like really touched my heart was I, I loved going into interviews so mm-hmm. much because I've always done a really good job of explaining situations well mm-hmm. in a story format, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's also one reason why I got a lot of camera time because I did a really good job of speaking mm-hmm. and they need somebody that could answer questions in a story format and so yeah. especially in the beginning episodes i was scared mm-hmm. a lot um we say each but, season there's uh, like a narrator for the season and you were definitely yeah. the narrator you were definitely the season. narrator of the season yeah yeah like every season it's very clear <laughs> like it's a person who makes it far and they but mm-hmm. they do like they it's do like a the, good job explaining what's going on yeah like yeah. we came back from commercial and this person jumped in and cut to the talking head of the person explaining mm-hmm. who's going to tell us what's happening. Always. Yeah. Every I I also think like me being the narrator was one of the reasons why they kept me until the last episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. I agree. Um, but but with that being said, uh, when I was eliminated, one of the cameramen and or microphone it was the microphone guy mm-hmm. i don't know what they're called came up to my <laughs> mom and said that he would always turn my microphone up and would always listen to my conversations and would always make sure and sit on sit in on my interviews because he liked me the most oh my god that, so that is really sweet yeah. okay so you made a good impact on everybody you made a good impact yeah on the people who yeah. like you like don't really get like they have opinions about these things but you don't you know do you, I like that. Are you still in touch with anybody either from like the cast or crew of that season? Um, I not really. It's, it's the most contact I am with anybody is Instagram. Mm-hmm. So the person who scouted me Instagram, sometimes I'll go to his holiday parties, but I haven't been in a couple of years. Um, cast members as instagram mm. comments um i follow and they follow me the moms that i met so oh. niles mom still follows me even though niall doesn't really, um, oh and you, yeah. broke you wouldn't you niall? touched his dick and you broke his heart 
Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, another story about Nile is I was just so young and naive and inexperienced and scared. When we had our premiere party, he was like drunk and wanted me to come over to his hotel room. And I was like, no. He was like FaceTiming me, wanted me to come over. And I was like, no. But uh, with Niall being the winner, I don't know if you've watched it all, but he won. (laughs) Um, Spoiler alert. (laughs) I am, first of all, so happy that he won and Mm -hmm. as much as it would have been cool for me to win I don't think I would have used that or utilized that title as well as he has yeah just because I was wanting to go to school and Mm -hmm. he just had such a big he had way more maturity than I did and he knew what he wanted to do with this platform Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I just don't think I would have utilized utilized it as well as he has because he has a foundation for um, um, ASL and mm-hmm. has done so much for the deaf community and has brought so much attention to that and is like teaching others about American Sign Language and it's yeah I'm really happy that he won because he's done a lot of good for the world totally <laughs> he really has and he won Dancing yeah, with the yeah. Stars like, oh yeah he did really mm-hmm. yeah I'm so proud of him I know <laughs> Year. same year oh wow yeah yeah like back to it was like you went to reality yeah he's so charming <laughs> but yeah like it's just it's it's he's so charming and we we deeply love niall here on the podcast mm-hmm. and yeah. uh we were like you know we're always happy to hear we're happy to hear that he's a good person and successful um but also after the show he came out as sexually fluid i don't know right. if you guys remember that yes but i've heard that he's like like gay now like get like only dates men now hmm. which i could be wrong but that's what i've heard on their block so Around the block on the street i guess my hand on his pc didn't <laughs> do anything bad. i have had so many men have crushes on me that were straight and then they came out as sexually fluid and then and now they are gay men so join yep. the club my, my second grade boyfriend um came out as gay and when we were like seniors in high school Aww. but that's actually a funny story so how i got into modeling so my second grade boyfriend he was like my best friend and at that time you don't really know what feelings are and you're like mm-hmm. hey, best friend i guess we're gonna you're a boy we're dating yeah. uh, so we like fell out of contact all these years of school and then yeah we i don't even know where he was my freshman sophomore junior year of high school um i think he maybe went to a different school oh he dropped out that's what happened oh shit um at that time when i was a junior in high school i started to get into modeling or well it was because of him actually so i lost a lot of weight and then instagram was a thing and this is when everybody was getting Mm -hmm. cute instagram pictures in high school so he reached out to me and this was like 2000 13 I guess 2012 13 14 maybe I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know dates that well and he that sounds was right like, Lacey that's like when Instagram it, was yeah you're creative like do you want to take pictures together I'm trying to build a photography business in our town and I was like hell yeah like free pictures so um all throughout my junior and senior year I would 
just do photo shoots with him. And that's how I learned. I developed this love for creative direction because mm-hmm. I would sit in class and write down like the location, the mood, the styling, the makeup, the props I wanted to get. And I would drive around my small town and like see spots that would be cool to shoot in and build a whole idea from a location, if that makes sense. And so I got my practice in modeling and built a portfolio through my best friend since second grade. That's crazy. That's sweet. did so He was like really big on Tumblr. And so like 2013, 14, before really anybody had followers, he had about 30,000 for like, our small town which is crazy right so that's how I got my foot into into the modeling world was through him so that was really cool <laughs> that's so is sweet. he do you guys still keep yeah. in touch at all um uh, yes so at that time too uh, we we don't keep in touch like texting all the time sometimes right. he'll reach out we like follow each other he um is doing good and uh I think he got married to, oh, good for to somebody, him. his partner. And, but when we were seniors, I was trying to help him build out this photography business. And so I would get 20% or 30% for create, like creative directing a photo shoot for one of the, his clients and helping out with the shoot. And then something happened where he just wasn't being responsible, I guess, with editing or, booking or communicating something was so we had to like stop that and it halted mm. shoots for a yeah. while but yeah those those photos are still I look back on them and they're still really cool a little over edited because editing styles have changed over the years but yeah, totally cool <laughs> I love oh, that that's awesome that's amazing very cool um Hillary Where are we? We do. I know. Um, Oh, okay. This is another, this is something we were interested in. We just to backtrack to when we were talking about Vegas. I know I was disappointed that there wasn't an international location this season. Did you guys like expect that? Or were you like, hmm, what's going on? So the whole, yeah. So the whole season we had kind of heard overheard there were speculations that there just wasn't a big budget for this season um mm. america's next top model had consecutively like lost views over the years and yeah. so that's why they announced that it was that was going to be the last season and mm-hmm. the budget was just smaller and i would always hear cameraman like laugh be like low budget haha so actually the Vegas trip wasn't even planned until last minute. We weren't even going to have a trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys took a, like, (laughs) like, as we've watched the, we've been watching and like recapping since season one. And we like have been watching the budget kind of like disappear. Yeah. Go down. It's really, yeah, it's really linear. And it ended at zero. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Did you guys like took a bus there and back? No, we all flew south. Oh, you did. Okay, so we they, didn't. 
West. <laughs> we we love the like airplane graphic that they show every season, and we didn't get one this season, so we just assumed you guys oh, no. you guys were busting, and we were like, they didn't even have a budget to fly them. Like, come on, that's so true. I didn't have like a cute little picture on a plane. Exactly, I know. It's upsetting. Graphic, Hillary. Um, <laughs> we spent all the money on plane tickets and flying Mame's mom in from Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> it's very impressive they got ghana money <laughs> that's big money but think about how much money it costs to fly crew cameraman the equipment mm-hmm. and housing it's so expensive totally it's much less expensive to fly from ghana <laughs> all those people yeah. oh god it's true um yeah do you but- before we go into rapid fire do you want to ask one more question or do you have any What's more questions? Okay, Uh-oh. so that's once we get to it, we'll explain it to you. But do you have any other? <laughs> no, so we have to. We can just explain okay. what it is. <laughs> so basically, it's like you know, in psychology, with like the inkblot oh. tests. Hello, oh, I'm sorry. I do have a question. Okay, I have to ask you about Fire Festival, Lacey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So, a when you popped up in that documentary, I was like, I feel like I know that girl. And then every like I was just like, oh my god, I I do know that girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, do okay. I'll explain. Solid like ten seconds because everyone talked about it, but like, girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, this was the time I think I was still in school. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out social media. Um, my agent booked me on this and so it had been something we had been discussing and planning for like literally months um I think we started the conversation in the fall and fire festival wasn't until the spring like a good chunk of like four or five months of discussion and so uh, I obviously when you get a like an inquiry from your agent and they're communicating with teams you assume it's really official so Honestly, I think every that's why everybody, every celebrity, every influencer was on board because it was coming from like an official, I don't know, it just seemed super official and like mm-hmm. a, a business booking. And I was like, cool, I've done free trips before. I've gone international for bookings. It just, I've gone to festivals for free. So it, it seemed very normal, um, but honestly, really surprising because I know I'm not a ballin i'm not a huge influencer i feel like i'm i'm just chilling if that makes sense and so um my agent presented it to me and said that i could they if i posted this picture or this orange block for fire festival they were doing like a release day so every influencer and celebrity posted an orange block promoting the fire festival. If you post this orange block and promote fire festival, you and two of your friends will get flown to the Bahamas and stay at this beautiful festival. And I, I really wanted to go at this point. I was really trying to utilize traveling with through Instagram stuff. And so I asked my, uh, I guess, ex-boyfriend, his name is Tristan. And my best friend, Stephanie, she's a photographer and they were going to fly both of them. She was coming from Arkansas to Miami and then we were all going to go to the Bahamas. So when it got closer to the date, they were like, Hey, if you post this, if you post another thing, we'll upgrade you to artist pass 
passes and you can get free alcohol all weekend. So I was like, sure, dope, cool. So everybody's flights were booked, which was kind of insane. I was like, cool, they're flying two, like three people out and, and I get to stay in a villa for free. Like mm-hmm. not those like tents. I, I got the villa. You got the villa. I'm not, I'm not a celebrity or anything, but I was like, I got the villa. Mm-hmm. And when we all got to the Miami airport, we realized that there were so many people waiting in the airport. Like flights kept getting delayed and there had been nothing released yet. Yet all of us were super confused. It was almost like, have you guys seen like the, um, scooby-doo movie with like the real life people where they all go mm-hmm. to that island it's like party island it was it <laughs> felt like that because it was all people like ready to rage yeah and we had a, an awesome lineup like all these artists were going mm-hmm. and so after like a couple of hours of waiting in the airport and flights kept getting delayed and delayed that's when people started to land there and that's when all of those videos were getting released um, of the survival tents of the cheese sandwich or like the toast with the cheese on it. Um, it was like blowing up on Twitter. And so my agent was there. My friends were there. Like all of these other people were there in the airport, kind of confused on what to do, still trying to get there. Um, my agent still wanted me to get there. She was like, the festival's still going on. Like, it's fine. I'm communicating with them, blah, blah, blah. And so I actually boarded the flight ah. and everybody oh. got like music pumping. Like it was just like a, a party flight. And we sat there for an hour and we were like, what's going on? And they finally came. And as I was on the flight, I was like checking Twitter and seeing all the shit that was going on. I was like, do I really want to go into this? And it's going to be like the middle of the night and I'm going to, I'm flying into this shit show. So the, captain came on and said that they have to deport deboard us because the governor or mayor or whoever of the bahamas will not let anybody else enter the island um, holy shit that's insane yeah. yeah so they had to make us deboard and use that flight to go rescue, rescue everybody people. Uh, yeah rescue everybody so I, I almost went, but the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix, um, I posted a story time YouTube on, or I posted a story time video on YouTube right after it happened. And oh my God, <laughs> that I, this is when I was really trying to do YouTube too, and just mm-hmm. really become a social media person. Totally. And I was doing story times a lot. That was a thing on YouTube at the time. Mm-hmm. And I watched that video recently and i was just so hyper and loud and obnoxious it was <laughs> really the hard to watch. yeah Dude, that's yeah, classic that's youtube, YouTube energy like hey guys welcome to my channel welcome, welcome back, back to my channel yeah so the fuck jerry people reached mm-hmm. out to me fuck jerry is are the people that produced that documentary and mm-hmm. for months we went back and forth they said that they were making a documentary they wanted to use my clips and for months we went back and forth or i wouldn't hear from him in a while and i thought it was like off and then i would hear from him again and then i was like this is confusing i'm giving this to like my manager and so i didn't even know like what was gonna what clips they bought they bought the rights to the the of the video and it couldn't be used in any other document 
documentary because other documentaries wanted to use it but i get i in the contract whoops mm. i could have made more money but yeah. anyway <laughs> um, yeah that's how i got into the documentary they bought the rights to my youtube video that's nuts <laughs> that's and it was only like insane. a two second clip yeah went all that back and forth for a two second clip that's amazing though. yeah make that yeah. money i can't wait for them to make the inevitable movie about that whole a biopic? <laughs> I can't. A fire wait. Festival bio. Amazing. Oh, actually, before I handed that off to my manager, I got two thousand dollars for that. It's pretty standard. That's but, pretty good. Um, they wanted to. At first, they wanted to pay me in Instagram story shout out on their. Oh meeting. my god! Of course, fuck Jerry did. Yeah, fuck, fuck Jerry. Fuck, fuck Jerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Egg right had it right. Fuck, fuck Jerry. They are the worst. I'm glad they're finally paying people, but also fuck, fuck Jerry. Uh, anyway, so um, I'm sorry I interrupted you, Hillary. But would you like to explain to Lacey what rapid fire is again? Yes. It's an ink okay, blot. so it's um, it's basically like an ink blot test. We're gonna say the names of like people involved in your season, and then you just tell us the first word that comes to mind. So, for example, if I was like, you say, you could be like. Loud. loud yeah and it doesn't have to be like just one word it can be a sentence or whatever just the first okay just the I'm, first thing so that nervous. comes to mind okay yeah okay amanda <laughs> do you want to begin yeah i'll start with hadassah drama queen <laughs> yeah Tracks. very dramatic yeah um mommy goddess like very motherly and nurturing. I really love her. We that makes me happy. Love Mame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would die for Mame. Totally. Um like truly an angel. Let's think. Uh Jay Alexander. Mm. Oh, he wasn't on mine. Jay Alexander? Oh, I mean he was... No, he wasn't. I can still answer, but I see hair. Miss no, Jay? Miss Jay. Oh, I was talking about like the old J. I thought of him too when you, yes, Mr. J. Mr. J. Manuel. Uh, Legs, like flamboyant, um, opinionated, like a silent opinionated, like very expression. His face. Yeah. He didn't, yeah, he didn't comment on much, but his face answered what. (laughs) That's so true. Um, Bayo or Bejo, however I say Li- Liar. Ooh. <laughs> His eyes are for sure fucking fake. Thank you. Thank you, Lacey. That's what I needed to hear. I've been saying that since the beginning. They're fake. I mean, I don't want to, like, come for him. I think he does have, like, a very, he does have, like, a sweet nature to him. And, but yeah, he also could get into drama. I, he's very reactive, but I did have my moments with him. Like he, he was, a, he could be a good friend, but he did cause some shit, which wasn't mm. fun. <laughs> Bejo, Bejo. <laughs> like okay, I'll, I know this is rapid fire, but uh, going back to the eyes, they. I don't want to like say they're fake because I am not him. I don't know what he's been through. I don't have proof, but I. There's, there's like, stuff that came out about him when, like, that was airing. And there's old headshots of him with brown eyes. Mm-hmm. And he 
said that the, he used to wear brown contacts because he was insecure about his blue eyes. I feel like that's a lot of BS. Plus, the yeah. tint of his eye color is just not it doesn't like, exist in nature. Yeah, it's not natural. And, and he was constantly putting eye drops in his eyes, like constantly. Mm. This is shady. He had, he had this is shady business surgery. i mean that baby photo is mad photoshopped i think well amanda and i just we have been saying this from the get-go so it's good to hear your opinion on it we've been conspiracy i could be i could be wrong but i have a feeling that i am right (laughs) i have that same inkling so i definitely do yeah we (laughs) on the same page on that um Mm. kelly catrone Uh, icy <laughs> like cold mm-hmm. um she was a tough cookie but talking to her but like backstage she i mean she's a businesswoman i think she's to the point mm-hmm. new yorker um mm-hmm. yeah so i think her character on the show is like a bit like be a bitch but mm-hmm. um she's a mom and she does have a heart for people mm-hmm. we've said the same thing like, yeah, yeah. We she's... definitely think the Kelly Catrone character is different than IRL Kelly Catrone. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. But she also, like, her witticisms and her little one-liners and judging, like, keep me going. Yeah, like, they sat yeah. she will Dude, she read is somebody funny. to fill. Yeah. They're, like, little morsels of hilariousness that I'm just, like, because she's often never wrong. When she describes yeah. something, she's right. yeah. Like I've never, I will never yeah. get over the description of Victoria from College Edition, where she called her like a divorcee going to like like a ladies' night in in Atlantic City or something <laughs> like that. It was just so apt, and so brutal, spot on, but spot on. Like it may, it's gonna hurt your feelings, but like uh, you can't say she's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah. not. I'm right in the word to quote Paige Michael Chuck. Um. That was for Hillary and Hillary Thank only. You. Um, that was a Degrassi <laughs> reference. Um, so, oh, Ava. Um, ditzy. Okay. <laughs> I'm still yeah, friends well, with Ava. Yeah. Yay! Um, I, yeah, I got close with her sister. Her sister, like, manages her. Um, Ava just, honestly, su- such a soft, sweet, spirit she couldn't hurt a fly um but you know where somebody can be ditzy where you're like come on ava like yeah where i'm like the world needs to hurt you so you can get some backbone and we can like joke about this shit yeah you know what i mean but no she's the nicest person ever um yeah on the show she was a complete like flower child and i think now she's more branded herself into like a Kind of, she's going more of a, like a sexy route now, which is kind mm. of cool to see. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Did she ever talk about her brother Francis Capra on the show, or did anybody know who he was? Um, uh, she didn't talk about him a lot, or maybe she did. But they're like best friends. He is um, disabled, right? Oh, is no, he? that's Courtney. Wait, which? Oh, wait. I think Ava has a disabled Maybe. brother, too. She's yeah. A, Francis is very famous. He's, well, in our world, wow. very famous. He, in, he was on he Veronica, Veronica Mars. Mars. He was also yeah, in okay. Kazam. 
I don't know if Ava talked about it on the show, but getting to know her sister, they talked about it, um, having that like background and um, interesting. What was I about to say? They are also like affiliated with the mafia, so somehow last name Capra. Yeah, they are. I hate yeah, to that's say cool. Italian. That's fucking cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ava, who do I? Who's like? I just came up with somebody and I lost it. Fuck you, say. You say, <laughs> I don't even loud. I don't even. What's a good word for him? He is loud, sassy, mm. little angry firecracker, Definitely. but very, very talented. Um, very talented. All of his images are great. I have loved following him since the show and seeing all of the stuff that he shoots for magazines. He's like the Sports Illustrated photographer and. Um, wow! Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's, he's very successful. Um, uh, Tyra Banks herself, the queen. Mama, she. I, I. I think a lot of the cast members refer to her as Mama Ty, mm-hmm. um, and not just because uh, we were like her cast and she like taught us, but we. I wasn't around her a lot, but when I was, she just has a very nurturing nature about her she she's a good listener like when you Mm -hmm. talk she listens and you she's very receptive which is she's just really respectful of what people say which is really really nice um also she has the tiniest fucking wrists and the tiniest ankles (laughs) like the small i love that yeah beautiful dude like her skin is just so pretty like that Mm -hmm. yeah I love that fact about her wrist. That's the kind of stuff I want to hear. I know. I know. Her wrists are tiny. I I just, now I'm going to go watch. I'm going to pay attention to her wrists now. I'm not going to be able to look at it. It's one of those things. Like, once we found out Donald Trump had tiny hands, it's the only thing I can think about. It's like, once you see it, you can't. I didn't know that. He is small. They're really small. He's very insecure about it. Um, It's like how apparently also um, uh, David Miscavige is five foot three the really dial and that's why you were you were not allowed to mention it you're like not allowed to mention that he is five foot three <laughs> like it's like a rule in Scientology so yeah once you see it you can't unsee it and now I'm gonna be obsessed with Tyra Banks's wrists and ankles I know, I'm, like, I'm like look at my dainty little <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should look up photo i i mean we did some <laughs> shoots with her in our season or like one shoot a time mm-hmm. we had. um i we i thought of one question we did not ask hillary okay what was your favorite photo shoot yeah it's so hard um <laughs> I, I i i have like my portfolio somewhere of like all my antm pictures oh. <sighs> or like top three if you can't yeah narrow it down. if you can't narrow it down um i think the one where we were all standing on those colorful blocks yep was a really fun day to be on set um and then the dog shoot was really fun oh. because you were around dogs all day your photo um, on that one was mwah, chef's kiss <laughs> i also really enjoyed the uh uh, of course, the doll photo shoot. I feel like that's kind of my go-to favorite when people mm. ask. That's the first shoot I think about. 
maybe that was just because that was one of my favorite images. Um, mm. I also really enjoyed the opening credits shoot. That yeah. Was- oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were some cool opening credits. Yeah, they, Hillary, that footage is in the uh, the bonus footage episode. They like oh. have they show them shooting that. It's it, it's like I watched it. It's fucking cool. Like oh, how they yeah. did all the choreography yeah. to get you guys to you know give you guys themselves a concussion. Um, <laughs> that's what y'all do. You bang your heads on the table. Sorry, <laughs> 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 um, just a you know. Um, so yeah, I think is that. Is that the end of? I think yeah, we hit an hour. I think that's. I think we're good. Lacey, you are such an amazing guest. Yeah, Uh, you are so sweet, and thank you for taking the time to come on the show. We really do appreciate it. Our listeners, always love this shit. I call myself irrelevant these days, so it's nice to like feel (laughs) important. I'm sorry, our listeners. No, you will always be relevant. Yeah, that's that's BS. Our listeners listeners are going to be so excited to have you on the pod. Yeah, I can't wait to listen. Can't wait for Sparrow to text. I'm I'm sure you'll send it to me. but yeah, we'll definitely tag you in it. Also, good segue. Do you want to plug your Instagram or Twitter or any social media stuff? Sure. Um, It is. God, I made this on the show, and I it sounds so pretentious when anybody asks me, but uh, my Instagram is the like T H E Lacey Claire. Like that is fine. Anything else, but (laughs) I think the Lacey Claire. (laughs) But yeah, that's my social media. (laughs) Amazing. Amanda, do you want to do ours? Yes, I will do it because you started the episode. Thank Guys, you. if you want to follow us on social media, you can go to our website, America's Next Top Best Friend.com. You can also send us an email at Next Top Best Friend at gmail.com. We always love to he- hear from you. We usually read uh, our emails that we get on, on, our, on our episode, but we'll, we'll hold that for next week because we still want your input about what we're going to recap once we're done with this show. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Also, send in. <laughs> questions for q a for us Mm because we're gonna do a bonus q a episode after the show is done so and that will be not a patreon bonus but a regular bonus also support us on patreon um you if you want to follow me on twitter and instagram you can go to at loch ness manda like the scary scottish monster and hillary dun 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 you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hilarious123, and you can read my Vanderpump Rules recaps at theaudacity.com. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much again, Lacey. You're yeah. America's sweetheart. Yes, you, you are, are. so, oh, so sweet. We, yeah. Gem. This was such a oh, fun episode. I, I feel I like we it. didn't have to like reach to find questions because it just yeah. like organically came. Um, yeah, you got some tea. You know, some a tea. Bit I, I got some tea. I'm going to go look at Tyra Banks's wrists. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and have a great day in LA where the sun yeah. is shining. It's very cold here. It's, it's, the sun is shining in New York too, but it's fucking brick outside. It's cold as shit. I'm very upset because mm-hmm. it's, it's been like in the 50s and now it's back to like 30 and I'm mad. I don't want to know what the weather's like in Michigan. I won't tell you. It's like don't. 60 to out here today, and I'm like, it's oh. cold. <laughs> I have to wear a light jacket when I leave the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. Let's <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>